The We Think Collective podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash inbound. We Think Collective is also supported by May May Jewelry in Atwater Village. For 15% off your order, enter promo code WTC podcast at maymayjewelry.com. That's M-A-E-M-A-E-Jewelry.com. How's my voice sound? Does it sound <laughs> sexy? Because today we're not going to talk about sex. No? I don't know. Hold I'm going to allow the conversation to go wherever the fuck it wants to go. How's that? To the odd dick talk, you don't stop. Uh, to the odd dick talk, you don't stop. <laughs> Dick talk, you don't stop. To the odd dick talk, you don't stop. Come inside, take off your clothes. I'll make you feel at home. Now that we're all alone, can I put a gold star on you? Hmm. What do we call it? What what do we call it when they're um? Oh my god, we had this really funny thing about when a guy uses a extra large condom. Oh. What did we know? We were the gold standard. About. We called him the gold standard. <laughs> a gold standard dick. A gold standard dick. Yeah. Okay. Because they use the special condoms that come in the gold packaging. Because we were talking about as women, which kinds of condoms should we be keeping on hand at home now to be responsible grown women? Yeah. And the have- question was, do you keep condoms there for the gold standard dick out of like positive intention? <laughs> Or do you keep like a small and a medium just to become so he doesn't feel insecure? Like if you pull open the drawer and all you have is gold standard dick condoms and he doesn't have a gold standard dick, that is not a good note to start things off on. Speaking of which, welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the dick talk, you don't stop. To the dick talk, you don't stop. That was so good. All right, I can't. So good. So here in World News Today, how do we... How do we start off of that? Okay, okay. So let can we talk about what we're yeah. obsessed with today? Yeah, let's just yeah. go there. Let's just let's, start there. Fine. So you start. Okay, you guys. So nothing. there was a video that just came out about Jill Scott, um, giving an a depiction of how she fellatios men's penises at her most recent concert, mm-hmm. and it was very graphic and beautiful. I mean, I wouldn't have used the word graphic at all. I feel like it was just real. It was authentic. Yeah. You know, she's an actress. She's a musician. She's a performer and entertainer. And some of her songs are sexy as fuck. Yeah, y'all. How'd you feel about it? Hey, man, how'd you feel watching it? Did your... Did you get a little gold standard going on? Okay, so here's what's funny, because I did not know what had happened. What I saw was Uh on guys' feeds, who are friends of mine, Okay, things about how they were like trying to call her up or how they're going to be listening to her song so differently now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why? What had happened? (laughs) Okay, so I looked it up, and it came up very quickly. If you search someone's name and news... That's the trick. You got to get in. Anyway, came up. Woo. And I watched the video and I was like, okay, this seems like something Jill Scott would do. I don't get it. And then because she's sexy as fuck, people. I know. Uh, what part of you guys does not understand that ever? Mm-hmm. I think we were like people who don't listen to her album and haven't heard that one song. Crown Royal Night. 
Mm. Or the one where she's like, um, whatever, 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 whatever. Mm. She's talking about how if you give it so good afterwards, she'll just go make you a sandwich. You want some fried chicken? I'll run out and get you some. Which one? Yeah, which one? Which you want? She do that for some gold standard dick, though. I'm telling you, mm. I'm telling you that right oh, now. Oh hell yeah! All right, so much about dick today, because really, that's not even what we were obsessed about at all. We just learned about that news today, and it was a really funny how people were so tripping out about it. And she's, what? What's the big deal? Yeah, what's the big deal? Um, and she, oh, dude, on her was it Twitter? She was straight up like, "Yo, mm-hmm. people go home after my concerts, and no one know they make babies and mm-hmm. all that." They get stuff. laid unless they, they get, fuck it up. Exactly. Basically, if you go to a Jill Scott concert and P.S. If you haven't, she's fucking amazing. She mm-hmm. sings like opera style too. Oh my god, this makes me think of the worst story ever. Should I tell? Them? Yes, I love oh worst stories ever so much. So in my former life, in my career in sales, sometimes I get tickets to shows and I'd invite people to shows. Mm-hmm. So I had this client, prospective client, whatever, who. I knew we were both big fans of Jill Scott and Jill Scott was coming to perform and I had access to tickets and I was like, do you want to go? And he was excited to go. Well, minor detail. It was Jill Scott and Maxwell. Okay. And this is my client and I have a strict like, no, I don't cross the line thing with clients. Right. But I think I might have maybe have given (laughs) the wrong idea with that invitation. (laughs) Because it was Jill Scott and Maxwell. I mean, my vagina sexy. waters just thinking about I that know, concert. Seriously. Like, squirt, squirt. Wow. It was really sexy. and But he wasn't like someone that I was interested in that way. Okay, so what happened? Hashtag so awkward. Hashtag <laughs> never. Like, I feel like we never saw each other again after that night. Because I think he thought it was the opening and was going to try to like go. And fair enough. I see it. I get it. He was going to try to make a move, I think. And I was like, what? (laughs) What are you doing? I don't get it. Like, you know, anyway, lessons in uh, lessons women learn in business. I mean, like make uh, sure that music is not sending the wrong message. P.S. If you are taking Mm -hmm. me to a Maxwell concert, you better believe that I definitely want to have sex with you after. I definitely think that at least like hard makeout is on the table. No, 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 no. There's gold standards happening. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. P.S. I only carry one size in my house. Maybe baby making. Only one size in my house. Maybe maybe baby making. I am not an equal opportunity employer. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, okay. So, so much, but oh you guys God, really, we are not even trying today. to talk about yeah. sex today, but it's so good. God. And honestly, we got the most downloads on one of our sex episodes. Yeah. So we think you, we, you guys like when we do talk about sex. Okay. <sighs> so as we take deep breaths, now we're going to go. <laughs> I'd rather not talk about it. I'd rather be about it. I know. So. <laughs> Let's table that for now. Moving on. Um, well, we, we've had a lot of really good conversations the past couple of days, but one of the things that we talked about is, I don't even know, how did this come up, Hyde? Were we just talking about... Well, <clears throat> this this podcast is kind of... We were talking about how this podcast is us sharing what we're learning on our personal journeys and how... Like we don't need to be anybody's teachers or anybody's anything. We could just be ourselves and be vulnerable and share what we're learning on our journeys. Yeah. And that that's our intention here. So hopefully you guys get that and you appreciate it. <laughs> if yeah, not, it's like we're sorry, being one stop long, listening. Yeah, we're like one long <laughs> we're short story. We're down to 18. Story. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, one long short story. Because when we look back at the titles and the journey that we've been on since we started this, like 
it's kind of become this documentation of it and us sharing that with you guys and you guys reach out to us and tell us, you know, what's resonating for you when you hear different episodes. And it's been amazing. We love it. So we were just talking about the conversations that are coming up for us in our life. Mm-hmm. We were talking about um, what came up for us since our last episode about the fear bitch and naming our egos and understanding the difference between the two. P.S. Mm-hmm. That the fear bitch is not your ego. They are different. Can you can you break down the difference for the listeners? I can do my real best. Quick? I'm still a student here. I trust um, I trust your best. But I think I think what it came down to was how everybody's got their own different ego that has their own different um personas mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Um a PS I named mine Heather. Her name's Heather. Mine is Cheeto. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um Tim named his too, but we're not gonna make him tell you what, what he named it, um, because that's private. But I will tell you that we found it was kind of fun to name our ego. So since doing that, we've been having conversations with each other where we're like, oh, yeah, that was Heather. Mm-hmm. Heather really wants to make sure that, you know, we're getting paid. Yes. Yeah. Heather cares a lot about money. My my ego, Heather, cares a lot about that. It's a big part of her. Um, and I can own that. I'm here for it. Um, she feels like it's her responsibility and all this. And, um, and she's very go-getter, that Heather, you know? She's always been one to get it done, get her done, have goals and go after them and do things and check off the boxes of what, you know, society expects and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Read my voice. I love Heather. Yeah. Heather, <laughs> you know, she has a good side. She can be good at times, but it can be annoying sometimes too. And uh, so we were just talking about things like allowing. Yeah. Versus driving. <sighs> so much allowing so there is one of my favorite authors jerry and esther hicks if you guys have ever read them or watched their youtube videos Mm -hmm. they wrote the series they really uh, in my eyes really opened up the world to a different way of seeing the law of attraction Mm -hmm. um they were before the secret and just all this stuff but they've just been practicing it and and they just do this amazing work Mm -hmm. so they have this book that and one of the sections called the art of allowing and i swear i think i read this over and over for like three years yeah to ingrain it in my brain and then i just reread a paragraph this morning and it sounded so different and so beautiful yeah so can i share it with you yeah i think you should share that okay so this is from the law of attraction again by esther and jerry hicks me 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 okay what we mean by the art of allowing is I am that which I am, and I am pleased with it, joyful in it, and you are that which you are. And while it is different, perhaps, from that which I am, it is also good, because I'm able to focus upon that which I want, even if there are those differences between us that are dramatic. I do not suffer from negative emotion, because I am wise enough not to focus upon that which brings me discomfort. Mm -hmm. I have come to understand, as I am one who is applying the art of allowing, that I have not come forth into this physical world to get everyone to follow the truth that I think is the truth. I have not come forth to encourage conformity or sameness, for I am wise enough to understand that in sameness, in conformity, there is not the diversity that stimulates creativity. In focusing upon bringing about conformity, I am pointed toward an ending rather 
then to a continuing of creation. Ugh, Mike, motherfucking drop. Yeah. Yeah, we we read that again together this morning because we were like, it's like allowing. And we're like, let's reread a little bit about that. And you pulled like right up to that page and we read it out loud. And it was like, ooh, there's a lot buried in there that that can be unpacked. Yes. Um so what are some of the things that come up that come up for you when you when you read that passage? Because I, I feel like there's at least five. <laughs> Like really good golden nuggets <laughs> there that we could pick up contextually in this moment. There, there's so many. I think the one that resonates for me the first is about that conformity and like yeah. that 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 sameness. Is like, no, we're not here for that. Let's not aim for that. No, we're not yeah. here for that at all. Yeah. And just the, I think for me in my life, such some of the biggest influences have been media and advertising. I mean, I grew yeah. up in the '80s and '90s where millions and billions of dollars would be important to advertising for the first time in different ways that attract your attention in a different way. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm a victim of this, but now I realize it. Yeah. And, and P.S. Children today are able to recognize logos from companies better than they can plants or trees that they see all around them. Absolutely. So, so since the 80s, they've been investing heavily to accomplish that. Mission accomplished. So much mission yeah, accomplished. so much mission accomplished. So many more Oreos are being yeah. purchased today. So, so much norms. Yes. Yeah, have been pushed out and advertised. Yeah, it, on, on, <clears throat> on so many levels. I think from uh, hurting our planet level to like raising our families in a way that it's so contrived and, mm. and, and how to really... Like, how do you really grow grow someone into saying you just be you this whole time, and 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 it's okay, and you're you may be weird or different, but that's what makes you freaking awesome. Like, where is that class? Yeah, well, I think that's part of how this came up too, because this week you went and spoke at a high school. Yes, shout out Saint Augustus yeah, yeah, yeah. Central. And their badass uh, vice principal, Flora. Yeah, Gibby Flo. Gibby Flo, who invited um, you there. And I think that you were sharing with me about your experience in talking with the kids. And I had seen your Instagram stories, too. Mm -hmm. um, for anybody who kind of follows us, you probably know that Rena's always dancing on her Instagram. So she goes to this school, and I see her IG stories, and there she is fucking dancing on her Instagram. <laughs> In the high school with all the kids, only the kids weren't dancing. Only I was dancing PS. And it was re I, I was a little shocked, but not shocked. Let's be honest here, because at those ages of 14 to 18, you're you're trying to be so cool. Mm -hmm. Right? So to dance with like someone that's coming in, they were like, look at me, but I'll tell you what, they were spellbound. <laughs> they didn't understand how I could just dance the whole entire time. You guys are asking me questions and as they're asking me questions, they're, I'm dancing and I'm telling them stories and I'm telling them that they are just so awesome the way they are and they can stay freaking weird. And if your heart feels like dancing or wearing a hat or, you know, deciding to write a poem today, you just do that. And all the kids, this is how I know, because I was in that auditorium for two hours. For two hours, every five minutes, a kid would bring their friend and say, hey, hey, can you talk to her? Can you tell her right. the story you just right. told me? Because it was career day. Yeah. <clears throat> so there was all these different people there to tell them about different ways they could lead their lives and like choose a path right now. Yeah. And this whole kind of, like you said, kind of contrived 
thing. Yeah. Like, which P.S. I've always hated that people put so much pressure on kids that they have to like pick their whole entire life <laughs> when you're fucking barely on this planet. Like, I, know. I barely know how to feed myself over here. I know. Seriously. And I have to figure out my whole life plan. Dude, right and now. you just turned your birthday and, and then you still don't know. Stick to it, P.S. Because if I don't, like, I'm letting down everyone. Everybody. God forbid. It's like I gave the message on career day. To stay weird. I was not selling them on becoming a jewelry maker, okay? Mm -hmm. Or opening a jewelry company or being an entrepreneur at all. Yeah. My whole job was for them to say, look, you have gifts. Let's talk about what those gifts are because I can honestly tell in two seconds. Mm -hmm. I could be like, no, you have a gift for art. I could tell by the way they write. Just something. And then when you see their eyes like... I do. So there was this one kid that came up and I felt this amazing magnanimous spirit. And part of me inside of me said, you know what, Rena? This is a moment to tell him how amazing he is as a mm-hmm. person. And even though I just met him, that my heart and my whole body is filled with love right now. I wow. literally, you guys, wanted to cry. And I mm-hmm. had this really, really special big green marble that nobody, I gave nobody this marble. And I looked at him and I said, I have something really, really special for you. And he was all like... His eyes just perked up and I said, I just want to say that I see you. And there's something so beautiful about your energy that my heart wants to give you the most special marble in all my entire box because you are one special person. You really, really are. And I don't Mm -hmm. know how this is going to show up for you in the rest of your life, but can I just give you a hug so my heart can just tell you real quick. You guys, he hugged me so hard in this most beautiful way. And I was like, gosh, if I was here at this high school for this one moment, for this young one kid kid to feel that like i swear like you could not even pay me for that experience you couldn't mm-hmm. you can ask me to come to career dance arena i'll pay you this it, like you couldn't that moment for me was so special and i think it's opened up a lot of conversations for heidi and i in this space because these kids they're not tainted quite yet yet mm-hmm. you know i think these kids between those they're ages on the they're on the cusp because they haven't really been thrown out into the world yet but if there's one person that can look them in their eye and say you are so special and i see it and i feel it and i know it about you like that can really change someone's life. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can. And it got us to talking about how like, you know, we start to hide ourselves and start to edit and start to adapt to the expectations we think that our social circles have of us. And that starts to happen like in junior high, maybe in elementary school. I don't know. It starts right away probably. But by high school, a lot of times they are that shut down that like, here you are. I mean, technically in our brain, we're like, oh, you're here with all these kids in their brain. They're like, I'm not a kid. Like they are making life decisions right now. <laughs> so they're carrying a lot of burdens and, and they're dealing with this programming of like having to be like everybody else and not feeling accepted to be themselves. Yes. So I thought that was beautiful that one, you went in and you were bold enough to just do you, to not adapt who you normally are because you're at some school and be something different. So very well done, Thank my friend. Thank you. Thank you. And I was really excited to hear your stories and how it touched you to be in those connections and to share yourself in that way. And and to be able to see how, especially from young people, there's that reciprocity because they're not empty yet either. They they haven't like, we were talking about like they haven't flipped a full vampire mode yet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they have not. <clears throat> and then I think what's relevant about this and, and why it ties into the law of allowing and this idea of um, conformity 
right? And the idea that we think people should be a certain way and recognizing that we have our stories and our expectations and our ideas of how we think people should be. And so what? Yeah. What the fuck do you know about who they're, who they are? You don't know them. And P.S. You never will know them because they're constantly changing. So stop letting that be your job because it's not. Mm-hmm. What your job is, is to accept them as they are and seek to understand Yeah, and give them space to share it. And doing that first and foremost with ourselves. Yeah, I think we we were talking about how if you, and I'm going to speak for myself here. When I was in my 20s, I wanted people to do things the way I did them because I thought they were right. And I thought that they proved better results. And I thought, hey, you should just do it this way. And then if you wanted money, just do this and then you'll make money too. Mm-hmm. And and as I got, I was like, no, Re, like that's not even true. That's not true at all. You can't follow a, a step system and it's going to happen like that because your innate gifts are being put on the table for them. They don't have your your sense of curiosity. They don't have your creativity. They don't have your imagination. They may have organization and drive and all these other things, but your Heidi put it really good today, you guys, P.S. My iOS system of who I am as a person, meaning my like my computer chips, are very different than your computer chips. So we can never compare each other's like, I like your operating system. Your operating system. Yeah. It's like we're all these human machines, right? Yeah. And um, we're all operating on similar but unique operating systems based on the experiences that we had growing up, our parents, where we were born and raised, you know, being even what culture we came into, being male or female, like so many different things that get, get incorporated into this operating system. And then we go out in the world and we want to relate to people and we're like, in denial of our operating system and trying to operate like we're this other kind of machine, Uh, but we don't know how to be that machine because we're only our machine. Exactly. Like you can't just not be your operating system. It's still there. Um, You can try to pretend or like put those, uh, I'm not really a techie, but you know how they have those mask sam- shadow. A Samsung systems. tablet is not an iPad. Like it can. Okay. It, can't it, it can never be an iPad, guys. They're not compatible. No. P.S. P.S. And then you can acknowledge that and let someone know like, hey, P.S. Sometimes I'm not that good at putting my boundaries down because I'm used to being polite. And I was taught that that's how I, how I need to be. And so if I think my emotions aren't positive, I don't share them. Amen. Can I tell you one thing in my operating system that I've just recently learned? Yeah. I'm super sensitive to really, really heavy conversations mm-hmm. about things. Like so sensitive. I'm I'm a pussy. Yeah. Okay. I, and and it affects me more than the average person I feel. Yeah. And it takes me down for days. And I, I understand that about my operating system. So the people around me are now more conscious because I can say it, I can describe it to people. Mm -hmm. And I just don't look like this weird person that hibernates for five days, right? Instead, I can say, look, this is part of it. This is what took me down. I'm really sensitive and I just need time. Mm -hmm. And that's part of one of my things that I've learned really recently, P.S. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I think... Another thing that happens is sometimes we were talking about how we can start with awareness of ourselves and awareness of an operating system, but that doesn't, and accepting it, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, understanding this is how I am, accept it. But that also doesn't mean we have to sit in it and just be like, I'm going to be like this forever, deal with it. Amen. But just because you know about it doesn't mean it's going to change either. Because there are upgrades that happen. Because you need to go and get yourself an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And sometimes upgrades cost money. Sometimes you got to pay for therapy. Sometimes you got to pay for a coach or a consultant. Yep. Sometimes you pay for a workshop, seminars, books, whatever. Sometimes upgrades cost money. You get an upgrade to your operating system. Mm-hmm. Then when you download the new upgrade what happens then you got to shut it down you got to reboot the computer you definitely have to do a restart this is what we call catharsis i think sometimes Uh. there has to be a little bit of a breakdown and sometimes it feels really icky because you think whoa i just learned all this stuff why am i breaking down right now Mm -hmm. i should be better and it's like no bitch fucking reboot yeah why are you resisting the reboot yes just reboot hit a restart be all right yes when your computer fails what do you typically do turn it off you fucking restart it like at least 20 seconds yeah and then turn it back on yeah i think the equivalent to that is what you're talking about maybe it's not that you are so sensitive to every sense, every serious conversation. It's that sometimes there are conversations that require you to do an upgrade to your software. Absolutely. And when it's a conversation like that, where it's like, whoa, I have an awareness about this aspect of my operating system. It's something I want to change. I think I have a tool for how to upgrade that. Mm-hmm. I now need to reboot because I'm going to need some time to process. Mm-hmm. And y'all, sometimes there are bugs in the upgrade, right? Because how many after times... You, after you restart and then you're Ooh. like, Ooh, I wish I wouldn't up- okay. up- downloaded this upgrade. And then when you do do that upgrade, P.S. Ooh, I got a good one for y'all. Okay, when you do do that upgrade and sometimes don't you notice your battery is drained a lot faster? So much faster. Like you're like, all of a sudden, you can't last a whole day without being on the charge. Yeah. Maybe that's not the right upgrade. <clears throat> you need to do a new upgrade mm. right away, quick. Mm-hmm. Or go get a new upgrade or I'm, like un-upgrade. I'm just saying. I don't think you can un-upgrade, but you can definitely um, get a different upgrade. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you can't change operating systems. You can't. You're you not, really can't. You're not there for that. You're still working with the same operating yeah. system no matter what. You can't. In other words, Heather... She's part of my operating system. Mm-hmm. I can't get rid of Heather. Mm-hmm. She ain't going anywhere. No. Now I can change the way that Heather uh, and I relate to one another mm-hmm. by accepting her, um, loving her, thanking her, becoming more aware of things, downloading new operating systems that will help me to have an ability to, and hopefully her, an ability to let go sometimes mm. and allow, mm. you know, mm. but like she's always going to be there. Yeah, yeah, just like be like, I don't like that. I'm out. Yeah. You, you you can't hang out. Yeah. Like Cheeto is here right now. Yeah. But I Cheeto ain't my like Alexa or nothing like that. Uh-uh. We ain't calling on them. Oh no. no. What do you what do you mean? No, but that's what I'm saying. Like they take a way backseat in my operating system now. Your ego does? Yeah. Well. Oh my gosh. Like my ego definitely it's definitely at a place where I feel like I have really good conversations with my ego now. Like we are opening up the line of communication and really talking honestly for the first time ever. That's good. Which is so dope, yeah. right? To even talk and be be like, hey. Yeah. It's dope. And I, it's funny because we were talking about um, how just coming off the conversation with Melanie, how sometimes we have to learn when we're tuning into our body what is the fear bitch, which is like anxiety and actual physical, you know, reaction in the body with mm-hmm. chemicals. What is the ego, which is like, you know, kind of a elusive aspect of the mind. 
um, but a function of our survival skills and what is kind of the intuitive or spiritual voice, right? Mm -hmm. That gut that we talk about. And how do you know which one's which? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and we were talking about how did you learn that? And when were the times that you didn't listen to your intuition? Ooh. And we were like, I feel like there was just whole parts of my life where I started, that <laughs> just didn't even know what yeah. my intuition was saying. And we were talking about like high school is kind of when high school and college is when I think I started to shut it down and stop honoring it and yeah. listening to it when it would speak up. Yeah. And then it became like normal to do that for a while. Absolutely. Till one day it wasn't anymore. And then it's just like, I don't know, maybe it's part of getting older, like especially as a woman, I don't know, but... I don't know. So what happened for you? How do you think you learned? How do you know the difference between my fear bitch or ego or intuitive, like gut instinct, intuition? Physical in my body, my whole body will react from head to toe. Um, and I'll feel it more a physical sensation. Like I'll literally like hug myself in my body. So a perfect example, when I got my appendix taken out, I had zero symptoms until the morning of. At 9 a.m., I laid on the couch and I just could not even move. I was in a ball and I can feel like a gremlin coming out of my stomach. So it was hard and all parts of my body felt it at the same time. Um, because if it's something- The pain ins- was like pervasive throughout your whole body Absolutely. somehow. Every, Even though there was a focused place where it was coming from. Every vessel you, you in my body. felt it throughout your body. Absolutely. Okay. okay. So that that's kind of like my own physical pain. I've had um, tumors on my ovaries also, and mm-hmm. I knew that was not me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that was, I mean, me inside of me. Like, because mm-hmm. I you had physical- You knew that physical. wasn't just like an energetic. Yeah, it was definitely not energetic. But as I've gotten older, the energetic ones I can feel is because it taps into just one part of my body. And I... I'll just have a pain in a very specific point in my body and there's no reverberation on any other parts in my blood and in my cells. And I've just done this practice over time. It's not like the first time it happens. You're like, oh, I know that's a spiritual pain. No, people. Like this is like, oh, I felt that today. Okay. Okay. I felt that. I felt that every time I hang out with that person, why does that always flare up for me? And then I go home and then all of a sudden I'm fine. Or every time I hang out with that person, why do I have to go to sleep right away when I go home. Mm -hmm. So this is, that's pretty next level and still doesn't really completely answer my question, but it started to, and it helps. Um, I'm talking about, and thank you for that, um, for sharing (laughs) a window into your experience. Um, So physical pain, got it. So tell me about you. Cause mine is like, yeah, maybe like for you, how did these, yeah, I'm just saying, cause I think like, not every person Trust to me, me. I don't. This is part of the law of allowing. Okay, so I allow you to be you, but also I don't think that everybody is going to or needs to experience spirit the way that you do. Absolutely, this is my and own I know IOM. Don't this is my own that either, right? Absolutely. So that's your own unique spiritual how you feel things. Yes, I'm talking more on a universal intuition. People feel intuition, and not everybody feels it the same way. But there is a feeling, a gut feeling that's called a gut feeling for a reason, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I'm talking about the difference that came up from our conversation with Melanie. For example, I mentioned um, it, this is how we came up with what the fear bitch is, mm-hmm. right? Because there was like specific symptoms in your body of fear intention that are a result of um, 
of chemicals triggering off in your body that cause anxiety and actual like physical chemical response in your body is happening because of fear. So like those six that tightness in your chest, those kind of things. So like, for example, I had an experience that happened recently and I felt physically something in my body. Right. And I was like, Whoa, what's going on? What am I feeling? And it was like tightness in my chest and I was like, kind of like, whoa, this is not good. <laughs> I know it didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay. It wasn't like butterflies in my stomach. Okay. That's different. That's kind of a feeling in your belly, but it's kind of good, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't feel comfortable necessarily. Mm-hmm. Well, this wasn't that. This was not a good feeling. This was, now I realize definitely anxiety because I had tightness in my chest, which is a physical response okay. to anxiety. And when we were talking with Melanie and you're looking at the six fears, I could see, oh, it was that one. That fear was being triggered in that moment by this situation, by that situation. It was probably compounding such that it felt big enough for my body to have a physical reaction. The fear bitch rose up and wrapped her fucking hands around my heart and was squeezing the shit out of it with her fear. Yeah. Sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that, right? So in that moment, what was... You know, there's a way to handle it when it's the fear bitch that might be different than the way to handle it when it's the ego that might be different than the way to handle it when it's the intuition, mm-hmm. right? So going back to things we've talked about before, I kind of went into the curiosity, like, what is this? What am I feeling? I didn't know about the fear bitch, bitch yet then. Or I would have <laughs> probably known right away that it was the fear bitch. And I would be like, shut the fuck up, bitch. And I would have slapped her. Sorry, we don't. We don't condone abusing women, but sometimes the fear bitch needs to get So what was your first intuition at that point in your life? What did you do? Well, I shut down. Okay. I wanted to run from that situation. So what does shutting down look like for you? I, my face probably goes pretty flat. I don't look in the mirror, so I'm not sure, but I assume my face goes pretty flat and I stop talking. Okay. But that's only like the external expression. I already know I'm super powerful energetically and Mm -hmm. it's more the energetic shift that happens. It's like, instead of me being my, I'm all my normal (laughs) (laughs) sunflowery, like exuberant self where I'm very, I think my energy is very outward. I tend to come and bring excess to share with whoever I'm with. Um, I close it up. It's all mine. You're not touching it and you're not going to feel it. It's like, I'm, I could almost not even be in the room with you, mm. except that you would feel the cold. Look into yeah. her eyes. You would feel the cold Uh-oh. or the, like a little shadow no, or like I a little thundercloud. It. I feel it. You felt it before. Yeah. Cause oh, we're partners. Oh, no, I'm feeling and it right it's now. part of my operating system. Exactly. So it can happen. But it was like the fear bitch had risen up and I let her have a seat at the table mm. in that moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she took over my body. Mm. You let her order dinner, girl? I think I did, yeah. Girl, you let her choose your menu that girl, night? she does not have good taste in food. No. And she's she salty feeling, as fuck. She left me feeling bloated and fucked up for at least 24, 48 mm-hmm. hours. Salty. I know what she be... As- but... um. I do not let her take control of my life. And I, I kept staying curious and I asked questions and I figured it out and I sorted through it and mm-hmm. I realized an upgrade was in order and I did an upgrade. Ooh, girl. I had to shut down for a minute mm-hmm. and I did an upgrade. Okay. And so it's cool. I'm grateful for what fear bitch can bring to us in that way. Yeah. Um, I'm here for that. But that's one thing. Um, physical sickness. I don't know. I feel like I just know that I'm sick and I need, I don't like to go to the doctor, but if it's really sick, I go to the doctor. Okay. It's just different. Okay. 
I'm not like you on the physical feeling other people physically in my body so much. Um, but I do feel my intuition physically in my body. The only time that it really has kicked up was when I wasn't listening to it. Mm. Otherwise, it's kind of fine. Mm. It doesn't. It's not like uh, triggering up at every everybody I'm interacting with. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not physically, anyway. For yeah. me, I think it's a little more heady. It's up here. Mm-hmm. I don't feel it in my body I, with other people's stuff. I feel it like in my heart. Like I just feel it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've definitely mentioned to me a lot of times when we're out about things happening around your heart. Yeah, that's where I just feel it. I yeah. don't feel it in my stomach or like my fingers or my legs. I don't feel their pain in my leg. Mm-hmm. Like Rena will feel people's, if they have inflammation in their leg, she'll have inflammation in her leg. And the next thing she she knows, they're telling her that they just went to the doctor for inflammation in their leg. Yeah. Where she's hurting. We're like, oh, well, that's why your leg was hurting all morning. Now we know. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Go get that checked out. Yeah. <laughs> so... Definitely different. It, it, it's it's really interesting on, on this journey that we're doing. You know, Hyde, it's, we recently just created our, our next collection for May May Jewelry. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what we, what we make is kind of like on the journey that we're on. Like yeah. uh, my favorite piece, so I pick one piece every time for the new season. And, and my favorite piece this, this coming out this season is called Stay Weird. Because mm-hmm. I think that there's just weirdness that makes me so me. And I... Uh, and I, I really love embracing this and allowing me to be me. You know, the art of allowing is mostly just been for me, man. Like, it's like, I always point, I've always pointed it outward. And then finally, I'm like, dude, Reno, why don't you allow yourself just to be who you are? Mm-hmm. And that's when I've started to take off the masks. And it's, I'm not saying makeup is bad, but it's just not for me. I've never liked it. I never have. Just like I never liked the Catholic church when my mom took me for the first time. Okay? It's not love at first sight, but I just conformed because I did it until I was 18 and then I can make my own decisions. Mm -hmm. Just like makeup. I did it until I was not comfortable enough to say, you know what? I can do without makeup because I'm still beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So the art of allowing, the practice begins with allowing yourself to be who you are. Mm accepting that you're running on your own unique operating system and it's Mm. not wrong or broken and you don't need it to conform to anybody else's. And if you want to do upgrades, put in the work, Mm. do the fucking upgrade and then take the time to reboot. Yes. And then know that there might be some bugs Mm -hmm. and be patient with yourself and allow yourself to work through those. Yes. And then when it comes to other people, I think that's the next step because you really can't allow other people to be who they are if you're not allowing yourself to be who you are. Speak on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Speak on it. And I think as we were reading that passage together this morning, we were we were saying like that's pretty much the key to our panda, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Is that we both as individuals were coming into a space in ourselves of allowing ourselves to be who we are. And then we came into each other's lives as, you know, business partners, friends, whatever, in a new way. And we just allowed each other to be that too. We held space. Mm-hmm. And in that allowing, it doesn't mean there's not times when Heather or Cheeto don't rise up and try to be like, hey, you should conform and be like me because my way is better. Yeah, it's not always comfortable moments. Yeah. 
trust me, Cheeto and Heather both think that their ways are really good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're I really know. confident. But you know, we love each other so much. You guys were going to Australia. Oh my God. Can we tell you that? We might record a podcast from Australia. I guys. know you guys. Would you like that? And also, I think we're going to be guest hosting on this really cool channel for Pacific Islanders called yes. At The What It Do. So if you're not following it yet, you could start following it now. And then when we're on in Australia, you might see us in Australia. And I'm just going to put this out there. Yes, put it out there, please. We might be with a bunch of hot rugby players. I'm just saying it's I'm possible. I'm just saying that the Tongan team may be our dinner dates one night. I don't know. I'm putting it out there. I am I love that for us. Either way, we're super excited because we're going to Australia. Yes. And... Um, we're going to be able to release our new piece, Stay Weird, soon, but that's not coming till after the new year. So in the meantime, um, get on the mailing list for May May Jewelry. I think that might be good for you because we're going to have secret special discounts for the holidays. A lot of secret special discounts. So go to maymayjewelry.com. May and you guys, jewelry, it's a really hard word to spell. I'm not going to be mad at you, but it's J-E-W-E-L-R-Y. Isn't that weird how no one can spell jewelry? Nobody, they spell it with a W, two it's, L's, it's, two R's, it two Y's. It's jewel, re, jewel, jewel, re. <laughs> you know? So, so easy, not easy, okay? So easy. so easy, not easy. This is why I'm the wordsmith. I know. And um, by the way, um, our other sponsor is Audible and um, Abraham, Abraham and Esther Hicks are great to listen oh, to. So good, you guys. Audio. Audiobooks so are great. I highly recommend you check our show notes for the link and you can get a free audiobook download as well as a podcast, uh, a code for a discount on Mamie Jewelry anytime. Because we love you. Love you. Thank you. And we you. allow you to be who you are. To the and thank talk, you, you don't stop. for to allowing us talk, to be who we to are. Talk and you don't That's stop. the hashtag Dick Standard. Yes. Oh, no, wait. It was gold, gold standard. standard. Oh.